Welcome to another episode of Marketing Revelations. I'm your host, Megan Hyde, here with my co-host, Kristen Hughes. Hey, guys. And today we're going to talk about what you need to know about SEM and SEO. So, Kristen, what do these acronyms mean? All right. First, you have SEO, which is Search Engine Optimization. SEM is Search Engine Marketing. So today we're going to talk a little bit about that and how these two can work together. But first, we want to break down the anatomy of a search result. So if you've ever done a Google search before, you know when the results page pulls up, there's always ads at the top. Typically, the ones at the very, very top are going to be some version of a search ad. Then beneath that, or sometimes to the right side of the page, there's going to be a map section. That's called local search. Mm -hmm. Then below that is going to be Google's organic search, where this is really where organic SEO starts to play into the game. Absolutely. Right? So RevLocal is more focused on SEM and maybe not the true organic SEO search. Yes. So, um, for example, um, website optimization really plays an effect in SEO and and natural rankings versus something with SEM, which is more integrative digital strategy. Um, A lot of people refer to it maybe as paid advertising, but also can include social and actually kind of does play with some of the... um, the website or organic local rankings too. So really what we're saying is SEO is part of the SEM puzzle. Mm -hmm. So in our experience as strategists, typically our small business owners or medium-sized business owners, if you will, have an SEO person they've been working with with for a long time because they've had their website, their website is their baby. Like that's the end place in the digital world that a customer will go. It's very important. Mm-hmm. Now, the other piece of that is we typically work on the SEM. So that's like what's driving traffic to the website, where the website is being published, like all of those different facets that get your website to people. So these should not be used against each other. These two strategies should be used together and you're, you should create a team that can all function together to get you to where you need to go. Right. So um, sometimes when, you know, where we come from as, as strategists, it's tough um, we don't want them to think they're enemies, right. bottom line. Um, sometimes I think people just take one side or the other, and really that's not the case. So that's what Megan's trying to say is that it's really important that we work through this together and be a team when we talk about SEM and SEO. But, you know, there are times that um, when you do a search that they all play into each other. So, for example, mm-hmm. uh, if I search something like how to fix my drain, I could get plumber results right at the top, which Megan was talking about earlier, maybe some paid ads right at the top. Mm -hmm. Then I have the local listings that show me some plumbers around me. Exactly. But but then I have that organic section that could be a blog or something explaining how to actually fix my drain. Mm -hmm. Um, That could come from maybe a local company around my area, or it could just be a general blog from a large brand. Exactly. It's it's something that you I might want to try to fix my or my drain on my own, which probably is very unlikely. Um, (laughs) But um, if I don't, um, if I'm unable to do that, then I might call that plumber and say, oh, well, they happen to be in my area and I might need their help. So again, that's kind of how we talked about previously in another um, episode about customer journey as well as maybe 
my intent is a little bit different now, but I'll remember that name later because I've seen them in paid ads in local search. Right. And then just to clarify a little bit, like an end goal for a lot of our customers is to own as much of that search result page as possible. So your SEO team is going to be building out your website to be functional and also add value to those organic search results by having like blogs that have meta tags and keywords and yada yada that play into those organic search results so you're at the bottom of the page what we're typically working on is bidding on space or competing on space in the map section and the ad section right so the end goal would be to have ads showing in the ad section being in the top three for local search and owning as much as that organic search section as possible for specific things and that that's expensive but it's well starts expensive and then can be made more efficient over time. Right. So I've seen a insert marketing funnel here. Just <laughs> saying. Yeah, exactly. No, I've seen a lot of people who invest a ton of money into their website. And that's great. I mean, cool. If you do that and that's because like Megan said, it's your baby. It's what you really you that is the end result where somebody come uh, somebody can get there and actually uh convert from your page or call you guys or send you a contact form, mm-hmm. anything like that. Um, But it's important to remember that they have to have these other avenues actually find you. Um, So that's what the SEM kind of comes into play. Um, Another thing is uh, part of this SEM and what we're doing too, um, I don't want to forget about the local search as well. I know we're kind of really focusing on understanding the organic and what is below, but really um, the local search kind of goes part in the integrated strategy because you're going to need to take care of your directories and listings, make Mm -hmm. sure everything is correct, which can take time, but it is a part of, it's all of it together. It's yep. it's really, that's what it is. I'm going to use an analogy here. Yeah. <laughs> Brace <it>. yourself. <laughs> it's going to be really good. I can't wait. That. So picture this Google search result as a field, mm-hmm. like for baseball, football, I don't care, whatever sport you like, Pick picture sport. it. But each of these places is a different position and you need a you need somebody playing that position and playing right. it well, but they need to be playing for the team, not playing for their own individual spot. If that makes sense. Yeah, that's really good. So if you have three different people managing three different things or like and not speaking to each other and not communicating, it's not going to work well. Yeah. So if you can get everyone on the same page and functioning together, everything's going to be much more consistent. It's going to be much more efficient and you'll end up winning the game at some point. You just have to play long enough to find out. Exactly. So um, but if for some reason we know that um, a lot of small businesses might not have the budget to put in maybe equal amount Very to true. SEO and SEM. So or to own the whole page. You don't start I, yeah. there most times unless it's, you just are all in from the right. very beginning. We know that's a very long-term strategy as well. So if you're looking for something a little bit more immediate and figuring out where your customers actually are, I would suggest or we would suggest probably focusing more on the SEM side to try to hurry up and get people maybe a little bit more aggressively to your page. Yes. Still wondering, still having those times to work on SEO and what your website is actually doing. But of course, um, I guess what we said, where your customers actually are. Maybe you need to figure out, kind of revisit your goals and put your money towards that. Um, They're really just, it's all pieces to the puzzle. Yeah. (laughs) That's the best way to put it. For instance, let's give an example. So um, let's talk about a new restaurant. If you're already gaining traction on Instagram and you don't, you're not showing up in organic search results, it's going to mm-hmm. make more m- sense to pour a little bit of additional money into Instagram to drive traffic than it is to grow your organic search ranking right away. Right. Because it, part of your organic search ranking depends on traffic to your site. 
Right. So if you can drive traffic to your site, you're going to be able to leverage that as a starting point and then come in and update like your website to be what it needs to be suggestion. to function well. Yeah. So you're going to have natural starting points depending on how old your business is, what other kinds of marketing you've done. And, and that's where you truly need like a strategist or someone yeah. who kind of can help you um, find those starting points. Exactly. To leverage. It's a great point. Now that you've got a good starting point and understand how SEO fits into SEM, do you think we've covered everything we need to for this topic today? Yes, I absolutely do. Cool. I'm good. All right. So on to our next segment. That's when we talk about a piece of marketing that we saw recently that we think is really cool or really different or just something we can learn from. And I think you had a really good example. Yeah. So the um, Volkswagen is actually bringing back their bus that they have. Um, <laughs> no, I know so they're cool. They really are really very, they're very cool. Um, and it's going to be um, electric. So um, their ad that was recently shown um, to help advertise that was actually the beginning of the ad was really taking on um, the controversy that they had dealt with a couple years ago. So mm-hmm. um, when they were dealing with this, it's I think in the ad, it actually has all the you can hear the radio or news stories kind of playing in the background, and it gets it seems very dark. It's kind of sad and somber. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're playing Sounds of Silence, <laughs> that song um, that's actually playing. So you kind of feel, if you know that song, you understand the vibe of that. So very kind of, um, yeah, very sad, very dark. And then eventually at the end, they kind of bring in that new model, mm-hmm. and they talk about how they've learned from everything that has happened and i think the slogan is actually in the darkness we see the light Mm -hmm. and then they bring up the van or the bus excuse me and it's all bright and beautiful and looks great and so um what i took from that is really just a lot of businesses who face controversy Mm -hmm. or face some kind of negative backlash and what it says to them if they take that head on um yeah how it looks from a consumer standpoint of we're going to be really authentic. We're going to be honest with what happened and we're going to learn from this and move forward. Yes. Um, that is, I know for me, that's when I respond to a company a little bit better or I'm willing to give them a shot again because of that reason. So, yes, yeah. it's definitely the leaning into, or I'm going to say lean into fear yeah. for lack of a better term right now, but leaning into something that that was bad and you're just owning it completely and saying right. like, hey, this happened and we get it and we understand why you were not happy with this. So exactly. we made it better. Yeah, so um, I I was thinking of it not even from an ad standpoint, um, but I was also thinking of it from a business standpoint when they get, for for a small business, maybe you get a bad review that comes online. Yeah, we deal with that a lot um, with some of our our clients, and um, it's nice to be there as a third party to try to uh, resolve it and just kind of, uh, you know, take a step back and really just... Think about how you want to respond to the public, even though you have your own feelings about it. Definitely. It's <laughs> learning to leverage that as an opportunity instead of seeing it as like, yeah. a, it's detrimental, yes. Like you're not downplaying that it's difficult to move through, but you're saying, yeah. hey, this is a learning opportunity. Let's take the feedback. Let's implement something to make it better Absolutely. and then move forward. So yeah. yeah, with reviews or just with a customer experience, if it wasn't great, saying like, Hey, I get your customer experience was great. It didn't meet our expectations either. So let's meet in the middle here. Right. Um, I've heard from several businesses that um, just how they have responded to negative reviews Mm -hmm. actually can gain you more customers from that. So I've actually experienced that with my own clients. Oh, very cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Can you tell a little bit about that? Yeah. So one was actually an insurance. Uh So with insurance, no one wants to buy that typically. It's you have to buy it. You need to have coverage. Like it's not like, oh, let me buy this insurance because I love insurance so Mm -hmm. much. So they always get 
super black and white feedback. Someone loves you or they hate you. Yeah. There's no mediocre. And so the difference in someone choosing you is sometimes in that gray area where it's like you had this really negative response. I read this response. It actually had nothing to do with your service. Like you don't mandate your pricing, but you had a really great response to that Perfect. client. Yeah. And they actually brought it up to my client in a recorded phone call, which was awesome. awesome. And so the client understood the value of the review and then also like their customer was happy and it had they had a better conversation like customer to business owner because of it, which was really cool. Absolutely. That's great. Yeah. That's really cool. So. Um, it, not only can you do it with reviews, we've talked to, I mean, I said mm-hmm. the ads, but even social things, how you handle it, you could poke fun at yourself maybe a little bit. I've seen a lot of companies do that um, just to kind of turn it around and change the vibe as well. So, yep. I think that's a great example and I think yeah. there's a lot to learn from that. So. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube and then anywhere else you can find a podcast. If you have any topic suggestions, feel free to email us at podcast at revlocal.com. And then also always feel free to leave a review. That feedback is super helpful or leave a comment below. We'll see you next time. Bye.